Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 70, recorded on the same date as a Nintendo Direct, February 9th, 2022. In this episode, we'll be discussing the reveals from today's Nintendo Direct. My name is Dakota, and today I'm joined by Tyler. Hello. Kaiser. Hey. And Nathan. Hello. Today we had a Nintendo Direct. Uh, none of us could watch it live, it seems. Um, and unfortunately, we yeah. couldn't do any live reactions because we're oh, no, kind of busy did, on I Wednesday. I didn't watch it live. <laughs> <laughs> I was busy moderating chats, so I couldn't do anything. We got a Discord admin or Discord mod. Yeah, life has a Discord mod. I was busy rereading Berserk. <laughs> <laughs> I was drawing, just so we can get all our bases covered. I was studying. Oh. Quote unquote okay. studying. The blade. You were studying the psyche of the people in the Discord server. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what are your uh, thoughts on the lot of stuff revealed? I don't remember what order they were revealed in. All I know uh, is it started with Fire Emblem. Neither. There's no real need to figure out the order. I think we should like begin with a little something simple. What was your general impressions? I guess it's basically like a, a really good Nintendo, a really good Nintendo Direct for the more niche audiences on the Nintendo side. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the best, but it's also not the worst. I definitely was pretty happy coming out of that Direct. Uh, this Nintendo Direct sucked. That's my opinion. That's, <laughs> oh, that's my, my thoughts on this one. Oh, no, this Nintendo Direct got my hopes up around every single corner and then dashed them immediately. <laughs> it's actually crazy how consistently I my ears perked up from my piece of paper I was drawing on, and I was like, oh, is that? Oh, no, it's, it's not what I was thinking. And exactly. it just consistently over and over again. Yeah. To the point where I was numb by the end of it. <laughs> I can totally see that from the list that we have. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's not all, you know, like, not everything you really want, but you, you might take away anyways. For me, it's just, it was still a little underwhelming. Like, there are a few nice reveals. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Though, oh, like, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm a little iffy about the protagonist looking like uh, a couple characters. Like, it looks like a mesh of, like, Travis touchdown and Flynn from SMT uh, four. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean the pose is literally like if you look by uh, side by side with Flynn and the uh, protagonist, he's, he's got the pose and the hair uh, down. Yeah, to I've noticed that. Yeah, even the way that even the way that the, they're holding the swords too. We might as well just start yeah. off with Xenoblade. It was the last announcement, but uh, who cares? We're here now. I actually ignored this one for the most part. I, I was kind of, I was checked out and done with it, but then I looked up and went, oh, is that? Oh, it's Xenoblade. That's cool. Uh, I, I don't I play don't the game. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was Xenoblade game. Sure. Where's Xenoblade X? Yeah. <laughs> Still <laughs> waiting on that. Uh, I honestly, this issue of like Xenoblade X isn't like just boring. It's more so like kind of demand for it because like, like, you know, it's a Wii U game, but that shouldn't stop it, but it's more so like where or not Monolith Soft does want to port it to the Switch. With a definitive edition like Xenoblade Chronicles, still with Xenoblade Chronicles, people have begged for an actual like uh, re-release too. But at least that one came out on a console that people actually bought compared to yeah. the next. 
which nobody really knows because it's on a console that nobody has or or remembers. Just, it was kind of a one-off type of thing. There's probably never going to be a Xenoblade X2, but who knows? Speaking of a one-off kind of thing, or at least what I thought was a one-off kind of thing, Fire Emblem Warriors. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I have, you know, I have this one. I have more to say about it. I think it's super lazy just to like right off the high of like Three Houses. Three Houses is super was super successful. Well, I liked the game, but you know, I wanted to see something new or at least a remake right it, mm-hmm. even though like remakes are quote unquote new but more like a retelling thing if you look at uh Ec- if you look at echoes yeah it was a rough one to start off on i think because uh in the theme of looking up and like oh that's cool and then hopes being dashed i was like oh they're making a new fire emblem game already looked up a little little excited like i don't even play fire emblem but i was excited for people that do and, and then, then it says warriors and then it went warriors and i was like oh wow that's completely okay. opposite to me because i'm kind of hyped <laughs> like okay. i fire emblem here I'm, to be fair fire emblem three houses was my first fire emblem game and i loved it which is it unfortunately great. your first fire emblem game <laughs> I, it doesn't really matter to me wow you know what dakota uh i think you've already had experience with age of calamity Yes. So don't screw yourself over at this one. I but the second it said <laughs> Warriors, I'm like, ah crap. Now I'm like turned off by the Warriors gameplay because it's just so grindy. And it is. Here's the thing, because like that's that's like Fire Warriors' issue, own issue, because like it's not just a grindy, but rather how a lot of the cast are clones. But the main here's the thing that I have to say, because like. The last two actual Warriors games or Muso titles were good. Fire Emblem Warriors, not so much. <laughs> I have hopes that in terms of like the Warrior style gameplay, it will do better. But my main, is, my main kind of like like nitpick is that it's just a reimagining of Three Houses. This early, I would have expected it like, hey, like here's like I don't know some. Like super special DLC, the like depicting an alternate timeline, but this is just it just doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, did they confirm what's going on with the story? Because they're like in new suits and whatnot. It's basically reimagining. They haven't really said anything. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! We see new designs for the characters. Like I see, he was again Edelgard, Everlock, Claude uh, was again Dimitri with like new designs. Yeah, in terms of clothing, you know, if there's one thing that Koei Tecmo loves doing, it's it's splitting timelines, and this (laughs) is it. (laughs) This is exactly it. Anyways, uh, moving on to one of the next few games that we've um, we saw from the direct. Uh, One of them, yeah, Kirby was the next one where they showed a lot more information compared to the last direct, and this one, uh, this one, I think this one generated a lot of memes already. Especially yep. with the especially One. with the Kirby car, Kirby almost follows a car. I would, I would be real. Like it's it looks, it feels like it kind of feels like a turn to form to in some degree because like Star Allies super short game. I I, I don't understand why it was like five worlds. Yeah, it was really like, short. It was like really short. Uh, I feel and like the, as uh, much as this one was exciting to look at, like I, I was, this one was for the most part exciting. It did continue the trend of dashing my hopes. As when he sucked in the car and the little dog thing, there was <laughs> a split second where I was like, "Wait, 
Are they going to bring back Kirby and the Crystal Shards? The fact that you can get two abilities <laughs> and combine them together? My favorite and oh, only thing from the Kirby franchise I want to see in the future? No, that's not what happened. But that's just me trying to claw at the only thing, the only proper Kirby game I've played all the way through. Oh my god. <laughs> it was also technically in Squeak Squad where you could like actually combine two abilities like oh, Flame Sword, Plasma Sword, you know, kind of stuff. I loved that. I loved... Uh... I just I liked figuring out what all the stuff did. It's just so it's so weird that that isn't a consistent thing. You'd think yeah, that would like, be everywhere. Like that's yeah, because like cool it feels thing. it's just especially that sense of discovery. Yeah, especially right? in a big game or well, seemingly big game like this. Okay, I was sure. honestly I'm a little bit worried. I don't think it's going to be open world. I think it's going to kind of be like a Lego game where the where the world it's an open world. But each yeah. level is linear. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, that's uh, the thing with like every Kirby game, though. Like you yeah. have to go around like the areas and just go, "Hey, let's enter through this stage and like do it." Yeah, it's just that they kind of marketed it as open world Kirby a little bit, or at least that's what people picked up. <laughs> what so is this? The year of open little... worlds? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. Like, yeah, it seems a little unfortunate that that's not the the case. I just. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, a big, I'm a bigger fan of like just linear titles. Uh, but to be I'm fair, just, yeah, I don't think Kirby would work very well open world over anyway. Like a full open world Kirby game wouldn't really work. Yeah, and it's a Kirby but, game, so it's going to be successful anyway. It kind of looks like an Odyssey kind of open world. I think um, from what I saw in like what in with all the gameplay they showed, I feel like they're. It feels really oddly really similar to. Um, what game was it? Paper Mario, um, the Origami King, where you have like this hub area, and as you progress through the game, uh, and you like you know you save more, you save more, uh, Waddle Dees, you actually get oh, yeah, to. Yeah, there, oh, there's yeah, like a little, there's a sense of progression in more the parts hub of the world, world begins to uh, open up. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's the thing um, I'm iffy about. But at the same time, at the same time, I like it. Um, it's. To me, it, what it looks like is a Kirby game mashed into a Paper Mario, a modern Paper Mario game, in a sense. I'm kind of excited to see what they do with it. Moves right into the next uh, game, which was Splatoon 3 Salmon Run. Yeah, speaking of which, Splatoon 3 had a trailer for their Salmon Run mode, and I want to say it looks almost the exact same. <laughs> As yeah, Splatoon it looks 2. The exact same. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else to say about it, honestly. Like, it's just an upgraded version. Almost as yeah. if they could have put it in Splatoon 2. Yeah, so basically what you saw in that trailer, almost everything exists in Splatoon 2 besides the stuff that they named. That's oh, yeah, that yeah, pretty sucks. much it. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't really have much to say about the trailer. It's kind of just It like, looks like it'd be a fun mode, like as a local co-op type thing, but I don't think that exists. Uh, it Not does. Really. Oh, it does it's it? Really, it's it's really crappy. Like you. Oh, that's so disappointing. You have the same difficulty as you would if you're in a four-player match, but the game, like the whole mode, is meant to be played in four players. If you yeah, try okay. to do it locally, it's just terrible. It's oh, just that's so unfortunate. Yeah, like I've been playing a lot of Black Ops Three custom maps with uh, Carson and Karst. Yeah. Um, and that I'm like I'm not the biggest fan of zombies games, and I suck at them. Like, they're reviving me so much. Um, I, really, I didn't like the salmon run. Um, 
but I just didn't have any longevity with it. I played it like twice, and I'm like, okay, it's a zombies game mode. Salmon Run, yeah, that's my problem with Salmon Run as well. It's it's fun in short bursts, but it's nowhere near as exhilarating as something like Call of Duty Zombies. Well, right, old like Call, older Call of Duty, older Call like of Duty survival. Zombies. More like survival type. Yeah, Kaiser knows too. Like, um, yeah, like there's 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 no um goal essentially. Like you kind of just go for a high score in Salmon Run, whereas in Zombies, you you know you try to reach the highest round or you want to do certain challenges. You're you know you're like pretty much you're free to do anything compared to Salmon. Yeah, there's Run. also there's also in. stuff like uh, the routes you could do, like strategies too, like. Actually, uh, so it's like you could choose yeah. which doors you want to open, or hey, hey, like take a look at uh, what's it called? Well, some of like strategies that you could that you wouldn't think of doing. Exactly. Like, hey. Samurai is just a run and gun, and it's just an arcade style kind of tertiary mode. It's not anything I'd like. It's it's nowhere near mm-hmm. as it, nowhere near. It doesn't have as much like Dakota mentioned. It doesn't have that longevity. Because of how short each match is and the type of uh, fast-paced game- gameplay it has, it's yeah. weird that they put so much emphasis on it in the Nintendo Direct. Then, if they, it's like yeah. pretty much just Splatoon two, yeah, that's pretty much it. They didn't really introduce anything new, <laughs> which huh. is kind of scary to think about Splatoon three yep. as a whole. If this yeah. is just barely changed, I hope the rest of the game is changed because they're going to have that's two of the cool. same game on the same console. Both servers are still running. Why would you choose the newest one or over the older one when you could probably oh. find the older one for much cheaper? Exactly. Well, it's Nintendo, so you're not going to find it for much cheaper. Well, Splatoon <laughs> for like I think thirty dollars off. Last they keep Friday. going. They keep going on like weird discounts for Splatoon two. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, because like how. If you're an audio listener, you might not know about our YouTube channel, where we post our review show, Play It By Tier. Subscribe using the link in the description. The kind of like the focus on Samurai, kind of, it kind of uh, ties into the themes of like this direct kind of being released. That kind of reminds me of like uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Uh, oh god, <laughs> dang it. Yeah. Don't get me yeah. started with that. I have really, really, really mixed feelings about the very, very late DLC for Mario Who Kart 8. Cares? <laughs> okay. And Nintendo Switch Sports were like the main things that got me angry about this direct. I'll give you a scenario, okay? You okay. you came into a really uh like you decided, okay, I'm gonna be one of the few people who buy a Wii U, right? You pay this get you pay sixty dollars to get Mario Kart 8. Just to get, you know, yes. another free game, right? Hey, this is my uh, life. Then there's a bunch of DLC <laughs> that comes out and you're like, oh hey, wait, this this is really new. You have Link, you have Animal Crossing. Like holy yeah, crap. Well you're yeah, explaining like, my experience exactly. Exactly. I'm gonna pay extra money to buy these. Yeah, I then did. You, then you grind out the game for you know like these few years, and then suddenly yeah, yeah, Nintendo enough. comes out with a trailer, uh, a, you know, a, a reveal trailer of the Switch console, and you're like, Is that Mario Kart Eight, and then yeah. wait a few more months, and then you come to realize, and then they tell you this: we're gonna include all the DLC in this deluxe version, as well as a few new modes and a few tweaks to the mechanics, and make it better than good. Make it, and we're gonna put up base price for you not to have to pay extra money for the steel seat. And yeah, what do you so do? I'm like, so, I, so I'm like, Excuse okay, I'm not me? gonna buy the game then. I already have Mario Kart 8. I have all the DLC. 
this may have a battle mode, but I'm still fine without it. Yeah. That's cool. So now I've lived my life perfectly fine and free and not owning this game. Boom. Now they Five years later. All, and I have to pay $90 or whatever now. Because you can't game. play because you can't buy at least it's, you. At least it's cheaper to get like the yeah, 48 tracks instead of Diddy Cog in Mario Kart. Well, <laughs> assuming assuming you didn't waste your money on the Wii U. But Man. like like on my side, it's I think it's totally worth it for again 25 what is it 48 tracks for $25. That's pretty yeah. good. That's um, really for yeah. for like a new player, I can understand. Yeah, okay, you're gonna pay this much money for the game, and then this much mm-hmm. money for the DLC. But when the when Mario Kart 8 Deluxe came out, and they had all the DLC in it, the worth of the DLC uh, buying it at launch on the Wii U was at the price of what they put it at. But then, how many years later, it's not gonna be more people are not gonna want to pay that much because it's old mm-hmm. content technically. So then that's how they could throw it into the deluxe game and not have you charge for it. Now, this is new content. Of course they would charge for it. It it makes sense in a way. I I understand what they're going for. I respect it. It It really just screws me over because I kind of want it, but I also don't own Mario Kart 8 Deluxe because I already own Mario Kart 8. (laughs) Me neither. It's it's a bit of a... They pulled the rug. I think the most frustrating thing is the the rug pull that you're like Mario exactly. Kart, yo Mario Kart Nine maybe, and I like for, that's your first that's my first instinct, and then I'm like they're showing way too much for this to be Mario Kart Nine. They'd start this off with like a weird like in the beginning of um the Cars movie where Lightning yeah. McQueen's in like the <laughs> and yeah. slowly comes out and the light shine leaks into the, like that would happen, but it's Mario in a cart or something if that was yeah. in Mario Kart Nine. It's like this they're showing way too much. Oh no, this is just Mario Kart 8 again. And they're playing the <laughs> Coconut Mall music. Oh no. That's and yeah, so they have the rug pull rug pull in that situation, and I'm like, man, that sucks. I probably won't buy it because I I don't want to spend ninety dollars. And then hmm. it makes me think, this just prolongs Mario Kart 9 for a full year now. <laughs> probably, probably more than a year. Probably even more if they have that DLC cycle. If they just announced yeah. that the Switch is halfway through its life cycle, I guarantee you, I'm, I'm probably not even going to get a Mario Kart on this console. This this is their response to it, I think. This is their response to people yeah. doubting. I actually do think it's a good response, response because, like, would you rather uh, get a new game, pay $90 for it, probably have some of the same content and the same gameplay, probably the same graphics, because they can't really make it any better technically well, or we did... pay 25 dollars whatever 30 dollars canadian for the same amount of tracks in a new game now hold on think back yes to that that's one. good for that most discussion. people but not for me specifically think <laughs> back to our other niche. discussion about making a mario kart game we um we talked about all these different possibilities so which you know like which kind of proves how how much potential mario kart 9 has and True. that only goes to say that why didn't they do it for this one? Like, it feels like a big middle. It feels like a big middle finger to people who want a new Mario Kart game because, like, you know, it's been how many years since like the Switch's launch? Twelve. Mm-hmm. Like, we got in. Oh, wait, three cartoons <laughs> before one new Mario Kart. This game is. It's so strange to think how old this game is, and they're still yeah. pumping it. To, yeah, like this is their first. It feels like a cash grab, in the sense that they're like, we don't have Smash Bros anymore. <laughs> This is like a legitimate evergreen game. 
I'm just thinking of it in like uh, the Smash Bros. The reasons the Smash Bros. Battle Pass, not Battle Pass, Fighter Pass was so <laughs> uh, so popular is because you have no idea who could get in, and when it does, exactly. you'd have no idea what it's going to be like. Like mm-hmm. when uh, Banjo gets in, you're super hyped because you're like, it's Banjo Kazooie. What could they do? And you you didn't know. <laughs> you didn't have the hindsight that the character will suck. But so in the moment, you're super hyped for it. But with Mario Kart, yeah. I think as even though it's probably going to sell better than Smash Bros. ever did, you're just going to look at it and you're going to be like, for like a one moment, you're going to be like, yeah, they added in, I don't know, um, Code. They they yeah, added Toad's uh, Factory. Just... Let's go. Oh, and then you play and you go, that's, that's Toad's Factory, all right, and you're done. <laughs> Holy crap! They added every single Rainbow Road. Honestly, that's probably the redeeming factor. Um, <laughs> the fact that there were so many missed opportunities in Mario Kart Eight. This is kind of like what makes up for it. And I'll like you know I'll, each I'll give Nintendo. Yeah, with I'll give Nintendo some credit. Character. I think that. Yeah. Would tied together but it doesn't yeah that's the unfortunate part but like you know it's kind of it's kind of a it kind of addresses some of the missed opportunities like you know why are they adding all these courses to a mobile game and they could just be doing it on their mainstream console game yeah, and it feels like they're funny. finally it's... they're somewhat acknowledging that at this point i hope there are some brand new courses maybe some from tour but something something's being brought in it. but yeah you know hey, like if it prints money like Fire Emblem Heroes, <laughs> that's a fair point. But Mario Kart 8 Deluxe alone, yeah, it's gonna sell like gangbusters. It's gonna st- it's gonna keep selling. It's gonna be the flagship Switch game. They're gonna keep yeah. putting in bundles. You know, you know what? You know what else they can like? The fact that they're capitalizing on this reminds yeah. me of something else. This was um, so disappointing to me. Almost like yeah. uh, there's uh, this is a tie for probably the most disappointing thing. The the other one we haven't mentioned yet. Yeah, that's yeah, um, fourth Wii Sports game ever made. Yeah, Nintendo Switch Nintendo Sports. Switch Sports. Oh, Why is there six games? It's Why is there only six? There's uh, like because, thirty in because resort. We, because Wii Sports Club also. Because Wii Sports Club also had six. <laughs> but, they they went quality. They went like hard on on the quality over quantity idea and i think they why? went overboard with that but why 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 that's my because question. uh furnace because <laughs> resort is so good resort is a really good game it's like the first wii sports except the mies look ugly and also there aren't mies sometimes yeah, yeah. I, i'm disappointed actually because i don't like I don't like actually for like having Mies as an optional thing. I'd rather have it. The be whole a world being filled with Mies is the best part about Wii Sports. Exactly, you can express yourself. Personality. Yeah, you can express yourself in the game, but and in this one, you have characters in it that made me. Fir- I assumed when I when it first was shown off, I was talking to my brother and we were having like not a heated debate, but we were trying to figure out if this was a another developer if this was uh just some indie developer making mm-hmm. a game called nintendo switch sports to capitalize <laughs> off of it because i was like these aren't me's these are just like these look like temtem protagonists <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> my excuse oh my. 
my excuse is that me's have grown up into young adults, and that's why they look <laughs> a little more different. These are here. These are childhood. Yeah. If you if you look at if you look at Super Smash Bros. Um, in Ultimate, they kind of had a different. Uh, they, they I think Sakura mentioned how they how he uh, retweaked the 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 me fighters to have you know a consistent size. But they also effectively made them have a little more human-like features in the process. So this is just that to the extreme. <laughs> yeah, this is like the next step forward after Smash Ultimate. And that's How do my you make Metopia and then this? I don't know. How do you go from Metopia to this? Like, <laughs> it's so strange and a bit oh, insulting in a way. Like, I kind of wish they made Mii's mandatory. Imagine. If it was a Wii Sports game with the Miitopia character creator and like yeah. resort level mini games, that's not that <laughs> difficult. <laughs> that doesn't sound that bad, I don't think. No, it's the best idea. Is boxing oh. even in the game? Uh, no, oh. no, it doesn't. No, no, they no, have no, 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 What are they six fight, games? Can't fight Matt anymore. Okay, so terrible we have game, terrible game. volleyball, terrible. tennis, um, bowling. Soccer. Uh, that's sort soccer, the sword one from resorts. Um that's good. and then what golf? Uh no golf is gonna be okay. a DLC later. Golf is great. Uh tennis and badminton. Badminton, there you go. Okay. Okay, and then yeah, golf is number seven. Because golf is coming later in free. Yeah, DLC. which means this game isn't is technically not finished. That reminds me of a very certain other Wii Sports game. <clears throat> the one that no one knows. This is just Nintendo nostalgia baiting us. It's fine. The Wii, yeah. the Wii is finally prime for nostalgia <laughs> mining. Yeah, that's a fair point, right? Speaking of baiting us, there was also baiting us. Earthbound. Earthbound, and Earthbound, Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings, also known as Mother Two and Mother One. Holy crap! With you're nostalgia baiting us. The care the the game series that does not have a third installment. Well, apparently. a third installment that got canceled and then also not localized. It's just so wild to me. I don't even care about Earthbound. I have negative feeling. <laughs> I've never played an Earthbound game in my life, but I was like, wait, are they finally doing it? Because they did Earthbound, so, Earthbound 2, and then they did Earthbound 1, and I was like, you might, as well, you might as well roll it out, right? And then they didn't. I was expecting a bit of a Fire Emblem-style release. You know, like, limited <laughs> time, first-time localization month, release. You have a month to buy it. Yeah, have a month to buy it, but it's really, really healthy. cheap. A massive middle finger, like holy crap! That would be really poor taste. Imagine wow. if they release it full. If they release Mother Three. It's not limited release, but it's a full eighty dollars. I would be disappointed yeah. if it was eighty dollars. A new but... game. It is a new but game. They, did, but they <laughs> released it for like uh, they released Fire Emblem for like five dollars. No, I no, think. but you see, but you see Fire Emblem. Everyone knows Fire Emblem. Mother Three. That's a new game. Um, that's only if they okay. If they finish the N sixty four version, then yes, I'll consider it a new game. But if they do, if they just give us the GBA version, um, yeah, that, that I'm never gonna buy that. Well, that was it for the Fire Emblem Warriors podcast. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll we do have <laughs> we do have like half a year left, but like I guess it's it's not looking good in some parts, but. I'm a bit optimistic overall. They're just gonna they're just gonna put all the good stuff at the end, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um Or they're gonna delay it and put it at the beginning of next year. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, okay. First trick of the year. Is, I think it sucked, but here's one last thing. Okay, so we don't do this for okay. play by tier, but if you were to give this a letter ranking, what would each of you give this direct? F. F. Super <laughs> underwhelming. A lot. A lot of uh, other those uh, directs had more content. It didn't feel lazy. And didn't feel as lazy. Uh, uh, where is where is our be- more being in it through gameplay? <laughs> I, yeah, I think That's this was enough. like a direct. This felt like a direct of things that they thought everyone would be super hyped for, but they just dropped the ball on everything. So some <laughs> things were kind of cool. So I'd give it like a D tier. Uh, I really liked everything. B tier. <laughs> um. That's lame. <laughs> Who cares? Be angry with us. Do it. No. I'm debating between C tier and B tier. B tier, I'm happy because it got to address some of the more smaller fan bases. But at the same time, uh, it's probably C tier because the announcements, like Tyler mentioned, they were kind of a bait and switch in a sense. <laughs> like they, they were about, they were getting us excited. And as we turned the corner, it was. Not what really what we really wanted. It was close, but it wasn't there. This direct was made me feel like Tom, and the direct was Jerry. I just I was just <laughs> trying to catch it, and it kept pulling the rug out from underneath me. Great analogy. Oh, Mario Strikers. Mario Strikers. It's like Mario with soccer. Everyone was excited for it. Never played so it. So cool. we're getting like two soccer, two good soccer games this year, I guess. Thank you for joining us and discussing the reveals from today's Nintendo Direct. We'd love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion, and we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks Podcast.